to Australian Survivor Archives, the only podcast going over the complete history of Australian Survivor all the way from Whaler's Way through to the current day. We are here for a very, very, very special episode in so many ways, not only because it is an episode that we didn't really announce, we didn't really plan, we thought we might do an episode like this, but we're going to do one. It is an on-location episode, and also the fact for the first time, your favourite hosts are literally sitting next to each other. One of them is me, my name is Ben, and I can actually put a microphone in front of this man's face and not wait for an internet delay because he's staring right at me, and boy is he beautiful. And bald, apparently. Very bald. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, Ben. As you know, my name's Matt Dyson, and it's fantastic to be here as always. And when I say be here, I mean be here in Port Lincoln. For You're right. The 21-year reunion. I mean, this is so many years in the making. When we came up with this all those years ago when we, of course, covered season one and we said, you know, we could do a reunion. And then it was like we could do a reunion back in Port Lincoln and go back out the Whaler's Way. I don't think anyone actually thought it was going to happen, but here we are, ready for the reunion dinner. We're going out to Whaler's Way. I mean, does it get better than this? I don't know. I'm literally in your hotel room staring at your face and also staring at uh, Cable Brain and ironing his pants with no pants on. So if this is peak life, then I'm a happy man. But uh, you, are, no, you are absolutely correct. I don't think this is something that we maybe thought was actually going to happen, particularly because it was meant to happen a year ago. Then it obviously didn't. Certain little virus around the world took over. But uh, we're here. You've done all the legwork mainly on this, my friend. You've done an incredible job. And I am so excited to be able to see this goes because we are recording this right now before the actual event so to fill people in matt flew here last night at the time of recording this i flew in today and we've got five original cast members the host a couple of super fans that are here to celebrate this occasion and we've all kind of bumped into them here and there you were hanging out with shona last night i was hanging out with craig and lincoln today in adelaide and we've got deb we've got naomi we've got lance coming along and we're all going to be in a room very shortly so it's uh it's right now at the time of this being recorded it's exciting you can you can cut it with a knife the excitement absolutely and and if I mean, you're right. This was meant to be a 20-year reunion last year, and of course that that didn't happen because of COVID. So, for everyone to get back on board this year and to do a 21-year reunion, it's given us more time to even make this even better. Um, look, it, it's been so many years waiting for this. I can't believe we're only minutes away now from this actually starting, and it's just going to be a jam-packed weekend. We've got so much planned. You guys, are, you'll see all the photos, you'll see videos, you'll see, you know, you'll hear short interviews and stuff from the from the from of course Lincoln and, and, and the rest of the contestants. So um look, I'm excited. I don't know what's about to happen over the next couple of days. So I'm I'm just like you guys right now. Like I'm I'm here wanting to know, you know, what's gonna happen. Like I can't wait to get out to Whaler's Way. I mean that's something from all those years ago when I watched the season and of course wanted to get on this season. You know, I wish I was out there playing all those years ago, but now you know, 21 years later, I actually get to go out and see it for myself. So for me, that's that's huge. And the biggest thing is, of course, you're here in Port Lincoln for four days, which is twice the amount of time you actually played Survivor, Matt. Well, I'm meant to be here four days. That doesn't mean I won't get voted out tonight. Wow. So, because, you know, I have been here one night, you know, I'm a one-night specialist. So who knows what's going to happen over the next few hours. But if I last, you're right, it means I've lasted longer. And 
I mean, that, that's a good thing. We we don't know what is even going to happen on this episode, as as Matt said. You're going to hear a variety of different interviews and clips along the way, and it's going to be a lot of fun and exciting times along it. So let's sit back, relax, and listen to the next however long this episode is, Moments Filled, as we celebrate 21 years of Australian Survivor Season 1, live, sort of, from Port Lincoln and Whaler's Way. Such an honour right now to be standing with a man who is part of the family that owns the Whaler's Way area, of course, where Australian Survivor Season 1 was filmed. Bob Thickstone, first of all, Bob, thanks for joining me on the show, mate. It's a pleasure to be in front of you right now pleasure to be here now what is this like to see some of these guys who are coming back 21 years where obviously survivor was filmed all those years ago it's great should be more of it and a pity more couldn't have come with you yeah it is a bit of a shame what are some of your best memories of that time when survivor was filming here at whaler's way uh well it's that many <laughs> publicity uh, a lot of fun The party. The party. Yeah. <laughs> After the, the party in at Port Lincoln at the Yacht Club. Fantastic. And then, of course, at Melbourne mm-hmm. when the wrap-up was there. So you got to go. You got to go to Crown and hang out with Eddie and all of that sort of stuff at the, the wrap-up down at Crown? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we hung out with the... Fantastic. With the uh, crew over there. Great. Fantastic. Did, what... How big was it for not only Whaler's Way, but this sort of whole area leading into Port Lincoln, the Air Peninsula? I mean, what? how big of a deal was it when Survivor chose to film right here? Well, it was great. We were honoured to have them. And of course, this is an area that traditionally 30% of the tourists coming to Air Peninsula visit. Mm. Um, so, yeah. It's obviously a bit of a moment now to see some of these guys. Uh, I know I've heard that Rob, uh, before he sadly passed away, came back and visited here too. So have you? is this the first time you've seen some of these guys since they filmed yeah, though, besides yeah. Rob? Rob was going to bring in uh, tourists from Japan. Wow. And he was with the uh, Melbourne Cup um, organiser. Yep. But sadly, it didn't happen. I've got to ask one quick question, Bob. These flies, um, do you get used to it much? <laughs> uh, they're here at this time of the year, and in a month they'll be gone. They'll be gone, yeah. But it's not normal to have so many flies around the gate here. They, they knew the survivors were coming back. They wanted to give them a warm welcome. And speaking of warm welcome, you've turned the weather on for us. I'm sure all these players wish it was this warm for them 20 years ago. They were freezing their asses off back then. So do I, so do we. <laughs> that was a disappointing part that the weather was inclement. Yeah. But now, goodness, it's uh, 21 years later, they've definitely done it. Bob, it's an honour to, to chat with you and we're so looking forward to being able to go out here and check out where it was filmed and everything and uh, we really appreciate your time on the show today. Yeah, well, Glenn worked for Survivor, so, and of course he helped me build this. Uh, I, I so we're in good it. hands, I think, with Glenn, it sounds. Yep, I built it 50 <laughs> 50 odd years ago. Wow. And it has been very successful. A major tourist attraction. Um, and people should still be coming here, right? Everyone get to Whaler's Way. Well, yes, I could speak more on that, but legally I'm not uh, 
come to the Air Peninsula and then we can work it out when they get there, right? Like yeah. the Port Lincoln, Air Peninsula, all that sort of stuff. And then afterwards they can work that out. Bob, mate, seriously, such a pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us. It really is an honor to chat with you today. Thank you for interviewing me and talking about the project that I started um, so long ago. And I helped the National Park at Coffins with a privately owned land, my cousin. He built that and I was a advisor to the National Park because when I built this, there were no national parks as such. There was no Department of Environment. I was years ahead. Wow. And they created those uh, entities afterwards. There you go. So, yeah. Lots of stories there, Bob. We appreciate it, mate. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for coming. We are honoured to be standing right now in the company of two esteemed gentlemen, two stars of Australian Survivor Season 1, the host, Mr Lincoln Howes, and the hunk, Mr Craig <laughs> Abbott. First of all, gentlemen, uh, pleasure to be doing this in person. Yeah, excellent. Excellent to be here. Amazing to be here. Uh, it's unbelievable. It's like, uh, it seems like yesterday, but it also seems like a lifetime ago. Well, we're actually right now standing literally in front of the famous windmill that obviously opens the credits and then you guys would hike here for I've got the singing there you go definitely some people can sing on this show um, but I mean to stand here in front of this right now Lincoln you would have never been here with the players of course would you not with them no no I was here I came and you know did a recce but um, <laughs> <laughs> but no I mean, in fact the whole day has been a bit of a bit of a blur for me because I didn't do this. I didn't do hiking through the bush. <laughs> Are you joking? You, got, you, were in, you were in the Hilton. You were in the bloody hotel in Port Lincoln yeah. drinking it up. With a personal assistant and a chauffeur and lots of food. Yeah, exactly. Craig, but you've said, well, you know, Matt, please. No, I was just going to say, Craig, we've just literally come from Kadena Camp and obviously um, you're there with, uh, with Deb and Naomi, but also Matt Carr, who brought back the original Kadena flag. How, how, how was that feeling? Yeah, it was a treat. It was awesome to see someone like Matt, who's been so supportive and, you know, brought the bought our flag and to to show him that spot it was pretty special i mean it was for us too and it, it's um it's been interesting because it's just like it's literally just a tree in the middle of nowhere and that was our home and i think it was a bit of a shock to myself and and also to matt so i'm hoping he's enjoying as much as we are well the thing that i loved and i said to you in a little video that we did is just the three of you there debbie and naomi were just straight away like going like oh over there was that that was there that was there like it was just straight away it just like came back to you and even though it's overgrown a little bit in 21 years it's still kind of just straight to the memory banks yeah i was saying to lincoln on the way i said look if you drop me off in the area i reckon i'll find it and it's it's grown a little bit but not much in 21 years you know we were still able to find it and yeah, it's incredible yeah. the whole place is amazingly unchanged really yeah. I, mean, yeah. I mean look at tribal council that 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 got me i mean because that's where i spent a lot of my time <laughs> but you, you you could look at it and see it and you're back there it was just oh. it, it brought it back all right back really vividly that was the same for me it was the biggest shock that was the first place we visited and it was exciting and it was like, oh, we sat here and we did this and we did this and then we got to relive it. But when we left, we were going to leave, I actually started to get emotional and I was getting a bit teary. I don't want to leave. Like it was, really? yeah, it was really surprising. It but was, I, I it was got a emotional nice. just standing there again. It was strange. I, it's, it's a, I don't know. It's, and, it, and I think we're privileged to be one of the very few people that got to experience it. But to come back here and still feel that emotion, it's, it's got me. I was talking to, um, to Matt earlier, I'm trying to find a way to get back in the show. 
<laughs> listen, Channel 10, listen, Channel 10. Craig, now, is it true we saw you try to hunt down the old beehive too earlier on? Yeah, yeah, there was the beehive, and I thought, I'm not going to whack it with a stick this time. I've <laughs> learned from Shona, smoke it out. But, um, yeah, went and visited the old beehive, and... Um, there was still no bees, but still some of the honeycomb was still there. It was pretty neat. It's because you, you came back with that piece of it, and it was kind of like, you know, to see that it was still kind of there. We also, when you were off that way, and we'll talk to Lance, uh, Lance got the kid off. He went into the uh, the Shona nudie pool and everything along those lines. I was keen to get in. It's pretty hot. So those I are people, they're just nudists. <laughs> <laughs> they're Bloody right. nudists, Craig. Why were you guys nudists? That would be weird. I, no one asked. Young. Didn't they? It's all about timing. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, right now, obviously, uh, Matt's put on an amazing spread here, eating some food. I mean, can you sum up this weekend in a couple of words? Oh, look, um, Flies. Yeah, <laughs> right now flies everywhere. Matt just swallowed one. I think I did just swallow one. I think. <laughs> Besides the flies, uh, look, look. Aside from the flies, it's been amazing. It really has. I really appreciate you what you guys have done. It's, it has, and you know, I, you know, I don't want to say wanky about it, but it, it has been. It, when you stand in the position you were standing in twenty years ago, and, and you, all of it floods back to you, it kind of gets you. It really does. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I thank God that you guys came together and and started this podcast and. You know, you've. Uh, I was joking earlier. I think you've saved us a lot of future counselling sessions. <laughs> but it's been incredible to hear everyone's journey. It's and to share it again with everyone. And uh, and I'm about to head over that hill because that's where the pig face is. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's just it's it's been incredible. We can't thank you enough. I think you've um, you've outdone Channel Nine. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, Channel 9, we asked them for a bit of money, didn't we, Matt? But they yeah. just wouldn't chip in, right? <laughs> well, they didn't chip in, no. But look, honestly, look, thanks you to you guys making the effort come down. I'm glad you've had a great time and relived a few memories from all those years, years ago. Thank you. And I'm saying just quickly with the Alliance, uh, we've only shown her out she's found an idol. Just don't tell her. <laughs> yeah, I know. God, why wasn't I looking for that? Of course Shona was going to find the idol. Eh? Why yeah. do they be voted out, right? Busy drinking the solo. Oh. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank no. you. Found our next victims to have a chat on uh, this podcast. We've got two wonderful members of the incredible Kadena. We've got uh, Deb Pitt, who is this isn't a solo. What are you drinking? This looks nice. Drinking a salty session ale, a local brew. Oh, okay, fancy. And all right, okay. And now uh, we've got the wonderful Naomi Russell here too. Where's your brew? Or you've got some food? No, of course. <laughs> I have food. I've just finished my salty session ale and I've got my eyes on a red wine after this. Oh, la la, fancy. Uh, how, how's this day been? We just actually came from Kadena, obviously still standing underneath the fantastic windmill right now. Uh, how, how was it going back to Kadena? Yeah, it was a bit surreal actually. It was, um, we found it straight away. So once we sort of um, were in the general vicinity, didn't we Deb? Yeah, we just yeah. our internal GPS sort of took us to the, the right spot and yeah, it was um, pretty special, actually. I've always wanted to come back, but um, never have, obviously. So it was, was, yeah, it was pretty amazing. Any any um, regrets of not bringing a footy back here, having a little kick, <laughs> like old times? Yeah, I didn't even think about it, actually. I probably should have. Um, yeah, I've got the footwear on and everything ready to go. But what was uh, to refresh our memory? What was your luxury item, and did you think about bringing that with you? Uh, I brought a, a sort of a photo album mm-hmm. um, and yeah and ironically we were talking about it on the bus because we shot the season not long after 9-11 and mm. I actually always ha- I had a photograph of the towers in I mean it's quite morbid but in my my um, photo album because I always wanted to think well that's real life like what we're doing out here is 
constructed and it's you know it's it's just a minutia moment in life and you know but um yeah but having said that that was my luxury item but no didn't bring it didn't bring the, don't even know where it is they <laughs> didn't want to bring another picture of the the, the, the towers the, the there towers. Or yeah like sorry that. very morbid no but what was it like for you think dina uh, it was pretty surreal same thing like as naomi said we knew exactly where it was and you just yeah it's it's brain memory you know you just it's just sort of embedded in your head forever and took us right back i think seeing the fireplace and where we had our sleeping quarters at the boudoir. boudoir. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's been really a really great experience. I think the nice little moment too was when we went to Aurora and, you know, we were like, oh, Deb, you've never seen this before. It was obviously a bit of a joke, but for you to be able to kind of see the merge camp that you unfortunately didn't quite make. So even to see, you know, where these guys progressed in the game must have been a bit special. Yeah, no, totally. And, and um, yeah, I'm really grateful to have come and, you know, for you guys to have made this happen, you know, like it's just been a almost a catharsis in some ways you know makes you think yeah and naomi you saw where the bloody ship was again of course tribal council i did and i actually loved it today it was you love the ship for one (laughs) well it wasn't there so (laughs) is that the best site on i i love that site i reckon that was the best site of all of this game i agree i mean we did have some um you know we shot some some challenges at some sort of pretty nice beaches and things like that but in terms of you know right here um, yeah, without a doubt, it was the most spectacular sight. It's, and the thing that I think we've said a lot on some of the videos and other bits we've done, it's just obviously the weather right now is uh, what we all wanted probably 21 years ago. It would have been a completely different season. But it's just, it's insane to right now for us, Matt and I, first time here, it's warm, it's beautiful, this is perfect. You guys are going like, you guys complaining yeah, about. you guys just <laughs> suck it up, right? What, what are you doing, right? Like, any day the, maybe the, get rid of the flies, but any day of the week. Yeah, are these, were the flies this bad? I don't remember them being this bad all the time. Like, I know we had some days where it was this, like, pretty bad. And you just got used to it after a while. Like, just doing this waving our hand in front of our face is kind of like, I just remember doing that a lot, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's incredible, like, uh, the amount of times that people... And we keep bringing up Katie's quote that she said on the show, you know, a fly-blown shithole. And, of course, you know, we're, we're seeing the flies and everything along those lines. We, we said to uh, Craig and uh, Lincoln before a little bit about the fact that Shona's found an idol... Uh, how are we yeah. feeling about this now? We're we all going to form against her, keep it like, oh no, and, you know, we won't vote for you, Shona, but then we're just going to put all the votes on it tonight. Well, of course, I was actually sitting right in the pole position, <laughs> and I uh, got totally distracted by the delicious smorgasbord and um, and missed it. But um, you know, good good on Shona. She's um, you know, proven herself yet again that she is an amazing survivor. It just shows you she doesn't miss a trick, does she? Yeah. She does not she's miss on a trick. All the time. Yeah. Although when she said she knew where their camp was and she's like, I've got where it is. <laughs> I was yeah. going, lady, yeah. are you sure? Because yeah. we nearly turned back. Well, I've got to admit, we there was a few of us at the back. We were like, it, we ain't fine. And then finally she yelled out, we found it. It was worth yeah. going down there to have a look. Yeah. But I can't believe where they were compared mm. to us. Like our, you had the better camp. We we had the best. Day, yeah. We had the better camp, and it's surprising. Mm. Like, they didn't send you all back to Kadena at Merge. It was it's actually a much better camp. Yeah, I agree. I think I'm not quite sure how they picked it. It seemed very random the Tapara camp, but um yeah, it, yeah, we certainly got the the better deal I think mm. there in terms of of tribe camps yeah for sure well it's a pleasure to have you here and it's actually kind of funny that Matt and I are standing in front of you here I'm wearing a Carlton cap for Naomi and of course Matt's wearing the Rabbitohs cap for you Deb so I mean it's kind of it's poignant that we have you both here but we really appreciate your time doing this recording and joining us here at Whaler's Way this weekend Thanks, guys. And as we've been saying thousands of times, thank you. We're actually doing this secretly to get all the praise. Yeah, yeah. This is all a lie. We're like, oh, give <laughs> the praise. Yeah. No, no, like, they don't care enough. We just want to get to there. We praise, want all the praise. praise. But thank I you. I don't think we could actually thank you enough. You, yeah. You've thought of 
absolutely everything and then more. It's just been beyond. I just got this idea. Are you going to take us to where we did the first challenge? Is that the last <laughs> stop? We started all over again. Yeah. yeah. We start all over again. Is this some weird medicine? Retribution. Like We've got to <laughs> finally create it, recreate it. Hopefully that. Guys, thank you so much. Thanks, thank guys. You. Okay, our next duo are two Tapara legends who right now one has an immunity idol and the other has formed an alliance for the very first time. Uh, Lance Brooks. Lance, first of all, welcome back. Are there alliances? Uh, no, <laughs> not at all. I, 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 <laughs> it's, it's, it's lovely to be here. And Thank you. The one, the only, Shona, immunity idol wearing brown. brown. Yes, same from me. Absolutely brilliant to be here. It's incredible, as we've just spoken with everybody else we've just spoken to, that we're standing literally underneath the uh, original windmill, which is just uh, amazing. And it's been amazing to watch both of your reactions. Shona, I've had many conversations with you on some of the little videos in the bus about how you're feeling. I mean, again, <laughs> I've asked you this question so many times today, but how is it to be out here in Whaler's Way 21 years later? Look, it's it's surreal, um, but it's also been incredibly um, emotional, oh, to be honest with you. Look, we were out here um, in fairly tough conditions. I mean, at the time it was the coldest uh, um, uh, summer for something like 30 years. Uh, we, I think we did it tough compared to probably a lot of the other survivor um events around the world uh, and to come back now after all this time especially when we uh, our reunion was delayed by 12 months because of COVID and we're missing a couple of people that we were you know we either competed against or were part of our tribe and all of that stuff's come rushing back for me I actually felt very very emotional this morning when we got to the um, gate before we drove in thinking of um, I guess Rob in particular because he and I were fairly close through the the whole journey of um, Australian Survivor, and it's um, it's hard to put it into words. I'm, I'm not really good at all these words, but it is hard to put it into words. What I can say is that for me, it's been um, such a privilege, and beyond my wildest expectations. I, I expected to come out here, and it would be yes, just a you know a, a look around at things that we you know did in our past. But it's been much more heartfelt for me. Well, you say you're not too good with the words, but you're doing very well with that. You gave a great speech last night about Rob and, and everything along those lines. Lance, for you, I know when you did our interview, you, you talked about the, the journey you had on this and everything, and it's been a bit of a joke today talking about, like, where's Lance? Lance has gone off today. Lance is wandering around. But, I mean, for yourself, I mean, you came out yesterday a little bit earlier and drove around to some sites and everything. So, how this must be incredible for you as well. Mm. Um, yes, there's a um, – well – it was it was a it was a very significant time in my life, um, all our lives. I think yeah. you would, wouldn't you know anybody who didn't say that. And, and as Shona mentioned, uh, uh, Rob and referred to Tim, you know, and um, and others who couldn't be here. But it was it was a, it's survival's an amazing experience. It was very very hard, but it was very tribal. We had a, I think we lived like a. A tribe, and you know, and, and and had some of the and some of those things, and you connect with land, you connect with people, you connect with the space and the place, and just walking down on that platform today where we fished and and saw the beauty of the coastline, um, it's been a great privilege to come back, and it is emotional. Um, I've certainly I've, I've got goosebumps. I've got them now, and I had them. When standing out at the front of the gate, not that we actually knew there was a gate there, because no. we never, we, always, no, we didn't know that. But you know, we we did know that coastline because we'd competed there, and uh, um, it was a very, you know, it was a great privilege. And and you know, we can only we're indebted to Ben, Matt, um, uh, Matt and Cable for you know for for getting us here and 
and it's been a great honour and um, pleasure. I have to say, the pairings that we've gotten together, we haven't meant for them to kind of work very well, but I've got the two nudists right now of, of Survivor. Shona, you famously on the show got your kit off, and Lance, you went for a bit of a dip in the Shona nude pool as well. So uh, is the beauty of Whaler's Way just like, get your kit off, let's be free-spirited? Well, uh, I... Uh yeah, it was it was a natural thing to do out here. Just bugger it. This is Shona did it. It's good enough for well, Shona. It's good enough you know, for me. That platform out there and that you know we we had so we experience life differently that we normally do. That's the thing. You you we it's very tribal. It's it's a beautiful spot. I mean, there's middens out here. You know, people have lived here for tens of tens and twenty thousands of years, and uh, just to know we're walking around now and in space where they did, and uh, you know it's that's that's also a privilege and honour. I just want to explain one thing with the Immunity Idol. Uh, we're doing a little video here, but for our audio listeners, Shona's literally wearing an Immunity Idol. Matt went to great lengths to actually get an Immunity Idol made. We had a feast laid out on the table and literally hit it. I thought it was deliberately placed for Shona. I thought Matt was playing favourites, but no, this was something that Naomi nearly found and then Cable nearly found, but uh, you've got yourself an immunity idol. You've never got voted out of Australian Survivor. Now yeah, you've got an immune- idol. You, you're protected. <laughs> yeah, well, um, it was a big surprise, but I, I as I said, I, I sort of feel like in a way I've, I won, you know, a Survivor reunion, if you like. <laughs> you did. You, you won it, exactly, which means who are we voting out first? Is it still Matt Dyson? Oh. He's doing all this. To, he's doing all this to suck up to you all, so you don't vote him out. So I'm playing. I'm playing that card right now. Where I'm going. No, that guy's doing this deliberately to suck up on favour. All the votes are on Matt. Come on. Oh, Lance, help me out. Um, well, it's a tough one, but I, I don't think it'll be. I don't think it'll be uh, Matt. Uh, Shit, Matt, I'm Matt, screwed, aren't I? Matt's looking, Matt, I, I can't say. <laughs> oh, crap, I'm screwed. Oh, no, screw it. Well, I'm, everybody. I've got a, a secret that I haven't been playing. Uh, what's that helicopter? Eddie Maguire, everyone. He's got a million dollars to give to Shona because she was the runner-up. Um, I think I'm about to be voted out. Guys, seriously, it's been an absolute pleasure to, to have you out here, to chat to you again, and uh, such an honour to uh, be out here in Whaler's Way with both of you. Well, it's the sentiment is returned in full. You, Matt. Cable, um, everybody that had input into this deserves, you know, um, six stars. It's just been brilliant, Matt, and I'm I'm very grateful. And I know I'm speaking for everybody else. Many of those people have actually said this to you already, but um, thank you so much. I'm glad you call me Matt because that means you can vote. If you're voting for me, my name is Matt. Matt, uh, Lance, thank you. Uh, yeah, Ben, um, like we're, we're we're indebted. We're we're indebted to to all of you uh, really for just engaging us back in in, in the podcast we had so, each i think everybody had a great you know, experience and it sort of brought back memories in a good way and we've been able to share them and coming out here it's been very very special so um from our point of view i know on behalf of all of us contestants who made it and those who couldn't as well because we had some great videos last night um yeah so thank you very much i am thrilled to right now be joined we spoke of course to Bob Thickstone before, and we've got his son right now, Glenn, with us, who, uh, as an 18-year-old, was out here in Whaler's Way, involved in helping out on the production in, in many ways. That's well, Glenn, thank you for joining us. You're welcome. Now, give us a bit of a rundown. What was your role as an 18-year-old back in uh, 2001 when they were filming Survivor? Uh, my role was base camp assistant, so it was to support Wolf March. Um, so I'd come down Friday afternoon, and stock fridges, clean floors, toilet paper, you know, um, ablutions, 
then I'd be back Saturday, Sunday, obviously. Um, obviously, Saturday, Sunday, longer days. So then I would then fall into the arts department and then help them out wherever possible or producers on where do we get, how do we get here, how do we get there, etc. More of the local knowledge. How exciting was it for you to be able to be part of something like that? Because, I mean, it was obviously a pretty big deal for Whalers Way, the Air Peninsula, Port Lincoln, all that sort of stuff for a big production like Survivor to come and film here at the time. Oh, it was huge. You know, um, like I said, as an 18-year-old, just finishing year 12, like just literally finishing my exams um, and then coming straight out into a job. And it was fairly high paid for me. And, like, and as... Like, I think the biggest uh, secret was trying to keep it a secret. Mm. That was the problem. Were you, were you allowed to like tell your friends? Because like everyone was like whispering around that there was this show that was being. Were you able to like be like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm helping out there. I'm a survivor. No, no. Like it was because it was the fact of we had to sign the confidentiality agreement. Um, even as kids, so even my younger brothers had to sign it, so they went talk about it. So when our mates were going, what's going on with Wilder's Way? Because Wilder's Way had never been closed to the general public other than one day a year. Mm. So after 34 years, you know, Father's Tyrion said, we're going to shut Wilder's Way down for two months. And, of course, all the Lincoln people are like, hey, what? No, you can't do that. You can't do that. The tourists, you can't do that. And then all the mates at school are like, what's going on? What's going on? Well, mate, I can't tell you. And then it was like, oh, they're filming some program called The Backer Beyond. Nah. The know? Great Beyond, yeah, the, the, the travel Beyond. show, That's yeah. It, the Great Beyond, there, yeah, the travel show. Like, And they're like, what? And it was like, oh, some travel show, like, you know. And it was like, oh whatever like you know and way it went and, and then when it came on air what was that like to be able to say to all your friends like yeah that's what i was really doing by then they already knew yeah. <laughs> um understand that towards the end half the crew turned up to my after party for my year 12 graduation nice <laughs> um i don't know how they got in but they got in there <laughs> you know um by that stage that you know everyone's everyone in lincoln knew like and it was the best kept secret out because everyone in lincoln knew but wouldn't tell anyone it's good when you can kind of have that level and I guess kind of still keep that, that secret with it because it was big deal in the fact that you had, what, Channel 7 flying helicopters over for today, tonight, you know, the, the secret's out and everybody was trying to work out where this was being filmed because I think as we're trying to do on this show, a lot of people don't realise Survivor back then was the biggest show in the world. So this was a massive deal for this to kind of be in an area like this. And did you see that living here afterwards more tourists, more people talking about Port Lincoln, more people wanting to see Whalers Way. Did it have a flow-on effect? Yes, it did, but it wasn't a huge wave. So the the flow-on effect of Survivors filmed here, yes, it was, was a long-term, slow, drawn-out process. Um, it wasn't like we undone the gate Christmas Eve and, I don't know, 100 people turned up looking for the show. It, 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 you know, but over a period of say ten years, over a hundred people turned up and said, "Hey, so I was filmed here. Where do I go to look for these sites?" You know, etc., etc., etc. So it was good in that sense. Um, you know, it's definitely, as we like to say, a feather in our cap. You know, we hosted the very first Australian Survivor, um, and overall, like everyone in Lincoln loved it. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, that's obviously what we're here to celebrate—the very first one filmed here. You told a great story last night at the dinner about one of the challenges. On the beach, I believe it was the one where they were collecting the the life preserves. Uh, that a school group showed up basically when you were, when they were filming this. Tell us about that story. Yeah, so the Paulingen High School um, actually come to Fishery Bay uh, for a surfing lesson for part of their PE course, and at that point, Channel Nine had taken over Fishery Bay and put posts up and ropes and that to weave the boys through the ropes or etc 
and of course this, they went so uh, do you mind not surfing today and instead we'll let you watch us film Survivor and then of course everyone went yeah no worries we'll do that and so all the school the whole year 11 class sat on the sand dunes watching them feel survivor on the public beach and the thing is we mentioned that to lincoln today and and even like lincoln they didn't know that they were watching so obviously they they hid enough where they could you know not be seen but were still able to watch it so that was crazy did you get invested enough in the production where you were able to get to know the players and whether like you're rooting for like tapara or kadena or any of the players like that or was that more when you got to watch it on tv you're able to see a bit more of that? that that was more to do it um Oh, that's a hard one because I did like I knew contestants in that but because I was only working three days a week I'd sort of didn't get in there and then because obviously um, eviction was on a Sunday yeah. and I wasn't around for that so we'd always have to wait a whole new week to find out who got evicted and then what happened in, in that and I mainly spent most of my time help setting up for challenges like in the weekend so with the arts department we'd come out and dig holes and put posts up etc so I was more personally interested in how did that challenge go did that fall over <laughs> you know all that kind of stuff like because that's just me i build stuff and it's like you hey. wanted to check that. did you did you don't have a favorite like of the players that you were sort of where i was like did you get to a sunday and go oh shit craig got voted out i'm sad or something like that yeah there's a few of that but um it was more tribe right like who was your tribe who did you like kadena yeah everyone seems to like kadena you know? green or was it green or yellow Yellow. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm not color blind. You know, uh, Dad is. So Dad. Dad always called it green. Um, but yeah, they were like, we could never understand how they could always win every second one, but not the important one. Yeah, they always won the reward and never the immunities. What's it like for you, Glenn? Though being here, and obviously we appreciate everything you taking us around here today. But I mean, you've said that some of these places haven't been visited since the show, or others, you know, maybe for 15 years. What's it like for you to be able to? come here to the windmill, go see where tribal councils film, places like that, which as an 18-year-old were very important to you, and now, yeah, you haven't seen them in a long time. It's written... It's not the fact that oh, I haven't seen them. It's the fact that with the contestants, I've come back and watching their faces going, oh, that's where that was, and, you know, and all that kind of stuff is the more exciting part for me. Um, understanding that I was born and bred on this land... You know, I've been here all my life. I look at a photo and you show me a photo of this area and I'll go, oh, and you go, I want to go there. I'll go, yep, no worries, I'll take you there. So it's not so much that I haven't gone back and revisited all the challenging sites. It's more it's more beneficial for me to go back and with a contestant, actually, mm. and watch their reaction on little things. And it's always exciting to see that, you know, as we were today at the Aurora campsite, when they went, hey look here's our fireplace. The, the fireplace is still there, insane. You know, and all the shells are yeah. hanging around the fireplace like just their excitement, it's like well, it's a, you know, that's only a few shells on the ground yeah. boys but <laughs> like just to see their excitement that it's still there, let alone finding the campsite well, today for them. And like the tribal council area where you've still got pieces of wood which as you said, what where the cameras were set up and yeah. things like that and even some of the camps you still had like the pole like where the, the archway was and I think you said that the archway had only fallen over like a couple of years ago right didn't you yeah that's right a couple of years ago like that's when that was last time i was in the kadena camp and um yeah and then i went back when i heard about all this was happening the reunion so i went oh, i'll quickly duck up there one day and have a quick look at it and yeah i know where that is and went oh bugger it's fallen over mm. but yeah things like are going to be there forever in a day it's going to be their letterbox yeah 
That, that was insane that that was still just like right there. That's yeah. absolutely amazing. Which, Glenn, I mean, it's been such a, an honor and a privilege to have you to be able to take us through here to speak to your dad before as well. That was a, absolutely incredible. But we thank you for joining us here on the show and thank you so much for representing you today. It's been an absolute treat. You're welcome. Like, I've enjoyed hosting you. Well, we have spoken to all of the attendees and had a fantastic time throughout the day. Matt, D, because I've got another Matt next to me. We'll talk to him in just a moment. Just quickly, we're sort of going to wrap this up with a couple of other gentlemen here. How have you felt coming out here today? I know you're excited for this weekend, but do you get a bit emotional? Do you get a bit excited? I mean, the feelings of being out here in Whaler's Way with these people. Yeah, it's weird because obviously it was a season, as everyone knows, that I applied for and really wanted to be on. And, um, you know, and then I've had the privilege to do the podcast with you, Ben, and, and, relive all the the fun of that season and then and then to be sort of given the chance to to sort of host this reunion and put it all together and to be out here and actually see all the sights for myself I mean it's absolutely stunning and um I mean yeah it's 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 something I look back now and think an 18 year old me when I was watching this season would never have thought that uh, after I didn't get on that I'd actually be here all these years later with with you know Lincoln and, and, and the other guys to be here doing this reunion. So to have that opportunity and and to see all these sites, mate, has been an absolute um, a, a tick off my bucket list. Quick question, because we've got two other guys to quickly talk here before we wrap it up. How do you think you would have gone now that you've been here and seen what the land is like compared to what you played out in Fiji? I mean, how do you think you would have gone as an 18-year-old? Yeah, a good question. Who knows? I mean, I was eighteen-year-olds in the games don't normally do too too well. But uh, you didn't do too well as a thirty, whatever year old either. Well, that's true, true. But different, different game. You know, it's a different game, different, different sort of uh, era, and uh, different landscape. You know, and I'll, I'll be honest, like I would rather play Survivor in this sort of landscape than just just on a, a standard beach. You know, in Fiji. So, you know, if I had the opportunity again, and and they said you got to pick a location, I'd pick somewhere like this. Interesting. Another man who applied, Cable Brandon Sage. Hello, Cable. Hello, hello. Thanks How, for me. You're, you're welcome, Cable. I'd like to have you any time of the day. Um, what have been your feelings and emotions being here against him? Matt, you applied. You haven't been on the show, but being here, you've been to other locations before. You've been to the Australian Outback location, but how does this sort of uh, bring out the emotions for you? Yeah, it is a bit emotional. It's it's good to see the locations, but I think the added value, like, you know, you talk about, I went to the Australian Outback, and that was like, I noticed, I you know, that season is just embedded in my brain that you sort of know the locations, you just see it, you point to it, that's, you know, that's it. But actually experiencing it with the players that actually played and seeing their emotion and seeing things and pointing things out, like seeing Craig, like Craig taking me up to tree mail, which is funny because it's not really tree mail; it was rock mail, pretty much. And like little things like that, and just them just recounting their experiences is just a like just amazing feeling. And like I was saying to Maddie Carr um, yesterday, it is awkward because we we are the super fans. We don't really have any involvement in the show at all, um, you know, apart from helping whether podcasting with you and talking to Maddie Dice and all that sort of stuff. And there's a part of me that feels like I'm a bit of a fraud. Why am I here? Kind of thing. So, but the fact that, you know, everyone in the group has made us feel welcome almost as if we were on the season. And it's almost like we're this, almost this reunion family is, is just an amazing experience. So, um, yeah, I reckon I would have done all right, though. Okay, I was going to ask you a quick question. How do you think you would have done? I, you know, the location would have shitted me up. The, the, I hate flies, but 
when I've been in places, especially in Queensland, sometimes I've been, you know, there's flies and used to go camping with Dad. So it wouldn't, it, a lot of it wouldn't have bothered me. I reckon if I was on Tapara, I knew Rob. I knew who Rob was. I had a relationship with Rob. Doesn't mean he would have taken me to the final two, but I feel like I would have gone fairly deep if I was with Rob. But if I was on Kadena, I was probably in. A bit of shit, I reckon. I would have I been mean, based on the camps that we saw today. I'm, I'm maybe switching alliances to Kadena because the Depara was a shithole. Um, Matty Carr, Mr. Kadena, how are you? I'm good. How have you been? How are your emotions? I mean, I've asked you this on video, we've talked about this, but this is on the audio. How are you feeling? And now that the day is coming to a close, uh, what are your kind of thoughts before we get into the bus again? I mean, I, I just got so much more out of this than I expected. Like, I knew, like, I, was, I knew I was coming to the location, but to come to the location and actually recognise certain areas, and as soon as you would see things, it would just take you straight back to a scene or a moment. And and to have some of the players here and the host or, you know, people that could tell you certain stories about in that particular location and things that happened, like, it's just been absolutely amazing. Like, absolutely amazing. I'm so stoked to be here. It's We're stoked to have you here because we've sold you out as the biggest season one fan that there is of Australian Survivor when we've had you on the show and talked about it. You brought the original Kadena flag out here, everything along those lines. You had some great moments in the flight over and everything along that with that. Um, if we do a 20-year Vanuatu celebrity season one, the season that you still haven't watched, you got four years to watch it, <laughs> do you think you'd get a bit of emotional if you were hanging out there with Justin Melby and Imogen Bailey and Dicko out there in uh, Vanuatu in about four years' time? Oh, I think, I, I don't know if I've said it on the podcast before, but I, I like a uh, a player that, you know, I, I, I'm not into the notoriety of a person, I think. So Matt Dyson is a nobody because he was on a half celebrity season. Yeah, but that's exactly who I want to see on a show. So I don't know about a, a celebrity season. They just, you know. I don't know. Let's stick to old school Survivor. Old, I, I'm absolutely old school Survivor. I want true Australians playing and that, that's what I love Can I, I, I was going to say like me and Craig went down to where the beehives were and had a look and most of them aren't there but you could see the remnants of it and obviously some of the honeycomb but the crazy thing was Matt followed us down not far behind but then Matt's like oh this is where Katie had to blow up and this is where and like I remember obviously when we started saying it but like actually to have the photographic memory to go Katie was here when she cracked the shits and walked off and and stuff like that so like this Manny Carr is a huge super fan I thought I was a fan but his memory of actually placing specific uh, you know incidents and just recognising that locale is just I'm actually disappointed we haven't found the uh, the Katie wants to kill someone rock. We could like find somewhere and recreate that. But uh, we, like we're gonna. We feel like it's where? where? Where is it? No, I feel like it wasn't oh. too far. It wasn't too far from where the bees were because she walked yeah, up, up that, that path. Ah, well, we did. We didn't do our job very well. We're gonna wrap this up. We're literally wrapping this up underneath the windmill. This is probably gonna be the one and only time, unless we get to Vanuatu in a few years, that we're gonna be able to do this. I just want to say to everybody who's listened to this, it's a bit of a higgledy piggledy episode, a little bit different to what we've usually done, of course. Thank you for tuning in. In terms of what we've got coming up, we're going to have uh, another couple of best of episodes to close out the year by the end of the year. Of course, our celebrity coverage of season two. We're going to put similar what we did with this season when it comes to a best of the interviews and then a best of the recaps. And as we keep telling you, 
Channel 3, Channel 3, that's a different channel, Season 3, I don't know what Channel 3 was, Ben, God, I've had too many of the solos today, apparently, Season 3, Channel 10 coverage, coming in 2023, it's going to be a long haul, but stay tuned, it is hoping to come, and I'll just say this right now, little teaser, possibility of another special interview that could be airing before that happens as well, but uh, I just want to quickly say, Matt, D, Thank you for the majority of this. Again, 95, 96, 98% of this, let's be honest. You've done an incredible, incredible job and so many things that I didn't even know about that has just happened. It's been an absolutely insane ride. And uh, thank you. And also to meet you in person, finally, ugly bugger. <laughs> oh, mate, it's been great to meet you in person. And just to all these guys um, and to everyone listening that uh, did come on this trip, um, you know, big thanks for making the effort to come down. I know it wasn't a cheap trip and it, it took up a few days, but I think hopefully you can all agree it was worth it and uh, we are going to have some good memories uh, for a long time to come. Matt, D uh, Matt C. Geez, I'm just going shit now on this one. Uh, Manny Carr, thank you. Thank you for having me. I've, uh, it's been an absolute fantastic time. Just tried an emu shit. That was good. Um, Cable, thank you. No, thank you. And uh, big thanks to... Matty Dyson for everything he's done to make the trip amazing, but also thanks for including me and giving me the opportunity. And thank you to everybody for tuning in. Stay tuned to Australian Survivor Archives. Plenty to come, and we will speak to you next time on the show. Yeah.